Welcome, coaches. This is Tony Schiffman, and you are listening to the Hog Football Podcast. The Hog Football Chat was created as a way for coaches to talk about all things football and all things offensive line, and we took off via Twitter. With the help of so many great sponsors, we were able to create an amazing network of our coaching community. Now we've decided to launch our first ever podcast series. Please don't forget to check out those amazing sponsors on Twitter. This podcast series is presented by Platform, an online strength and conditioning tool that partners with over 800 schools across the country. Go check out platform.com, that's P-L-T-4-M.com for our full series and catch up on any episodes you might have missed. Don't forget to check out at Coach Schiffman on Twitter and use the hashtag HogFootballChat when you're there. We have a great episode for you today, so let's go ahead and kick this off. All right, guys, welcome to the Hog Football Podcast. Today, I've got Coach Adam Harvey on the uh, the podcast. Coach Harvey is recently uh, been named the defensive coordinator at Huddle High School. Uh, before that, he served as the co-defensive coordinator and defensive back coach at Steele High School in Texas. Uh, he served as a middle school coach for eight years prior to that and actually began his coaching career as a basketball coach in Indiana. That's kind of a new one. Uh, coach Harvey, how are you doing this morning? Doing well, Coach Schiffman. Appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, well, I figured, you know, let's uh, we're we're starting this podcast out. Let let's try to get some of my my good buddies on before I I reach out to the big dogs. So you're you're old habit at this. You've done about a million of these things already, um, and I figured I'd better grab you quick because I keep seeing your name on Twitter doing uh, doing clinics. So you're you're a popular man right now. Well, definitely not a big dog. So I'm glad I can be your guinea pig. But yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's see how this thing goes, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Um, with this being kind of tied into the hog football chat, I, I got to ask a couple offensive line questions, and then we're going to kind of dive into sort of your thought process as a defensive coordinator, defensive back coach as well. So you, you've been coaching for a long time. You've had a lot of successful seasons. How important, and, and this is a, again, this is a question that's sort of geared towards the offensive line. How important has, is the offensive line been to, to the success of some of your great teams? Yeah, man. So I'm going to start with, you know, the old adage that we hear any good football coach mention, and that's you've got to run the ball and stop the run to be successful. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, that, that really is what makes teams go. And so those teams that we've had that have been able to to really pound the rock um, have been, you know, just teams that we've been able to, to carry deep. And then, and then those defenses that have been able to stop the run, um, you know, also have, have, have kind of been RMO. So I think that, that it all begins in the trenches. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on, a, you know, the Hog Football <laughs> Chat podcast here, Coach. I, I right. think it's, uh, it's essential in the game, man. Right. Good. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's kind of one of the big things that, that people forget is that it, the really, really successful teams, you got to establish the run. And, and even you look at the you look at the great teams – this past season, you look at the the Chiefs and you look at the the LSU Tigers. They, for as many passing yards as they had, they still had really really effective run games. They had really good offensive lines, and they were able to sort of have that that balance to be successful on the field. Um, Without a doubt. Yeah. So, kind of tying into that question, you know, as a defensive coordinator, what what are you looking at? in regards to the offensive line and, and sort of your game plan and, and what are you looking for from them as you go week by week in your, in your opponent preparation? 
Yeah, you know, first thing I'm going to look at is is who the best one is and who they're really trying to uh, run behind or if he's a puller, um, you know, what what their top <clears throat> progression is as well schematically. And, and so, you know, as a defensive back guy, um, you know, we're, we're going to read tackles quite a bit from the safety position um, and, and just really watch footwork. I think, you know, I was asked this question uh, when I was on the RTP podcast uh, some time ago. You know, what is it that you look for and, and what, what do you notice um, when you're looking at offensive linemen and, and how do you know that a team is well coached? And so I, I want to start with the foot, uh, with the feet, excuse me, the footwork. And, and I think that, um, you know, again, in the trenches, whether it's first level or second level uh, defensively, you know, we're, we're going to try to find some mismatches um, because not all five are going to be uh, equal in, in skill and, and in strength and all the things that we look at. Um, and so we're going to try to attack the, the weakest part of that to begin with. But but also think that, you know, just watching their footwork, see how well they're coached in the little things um, mm-hmm. is going to be a, a big deal for us. And, you know, if we're uh, if we're going to be kind of a, a blitz happy team that particular week, you know, where we, where can we attack and, and what are the protections? You know, what are they what are they doing in their certain pass concepts where, you know, if they're sliding or if they're big on big or if they're maxing and. Um, you know, just some tendencies along the along the way that you know again kind of begins with that offensive line. You know, if they're if they are an RPO team, do they, do they cheat? And you know what I mean? Are they five yards down the field, man? Hey, it's only it's only cheating if you get flagged for it. <laughs> well, that's right. But everybody's an offensive minded person in this world, right? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think I think there's a there's several things, and and going back to you know what I originally said, I mean. You know, offensive line is—it's it, not the sexiest, but um, but it is definitely one of the most essential. Oh yeah, definitely. So, kind of kind of piggybacking off of that, and you kind of touched on a little bit already. What as a defensive back specific? You know, you are you've you've coached defensive backs for the majority of your time. I'm assuming at one point in your playing career, you probably were a defensive back. Um, what what sort of what and you kind of touched on already. What kind of things can you learn from the offensive line, and, and not necessarily in in pregame preparation, maybe even so much as in 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 during the game. What what can what can you as a defensive back sort of learn from the offensive line in in that game? Yeah, so um, that's a that's a great question. So as as you get you know, we love to watch film for obvious reasons, and then um, you know, kind of the old. Uh, old way of scouting, so to speak, has kind of gone out the door because of huddle and, mm-hmm. and all the, you know, all the resources that we have now. But <clears throat> I tell you, I, I really still find value in seeing a kid on the hoof and seeing him in person. And so if we don't have somebody that's going out and scouting and honestly, early in the year, we just don't. Um, as we get into the playoffs, you know, we're able to send guys out to go watch a game and then come back with a, you know, in-person uh, report. And so one of the things that we're going to look at is that offensive line play and particularly the tackles, as I mentioned. So mm-hmm. from the safety position, um, you know, the, the better players uh, are going to read that tackle, not, not exclusively, um, but we're going to check him, you know, in our checks and in our reads, he's going to be a big part of what we look at, you know, especially those guys that um, kind of have figured it out, you know, and understand the multitasking point portion of playing safety. Right. Um, which is important, and so, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do some things in in game. You know, again, if we if we don't have that live scouting report, so to speak, um, to be able to watch those guys, whether it's from the booth, if it's a coach up there, or, or honestly, the best the best thing for me is just getting reports directly from our kids. You know, right. and so 
hey, man, what are you seeing that offensive tackle doing? And if they say, coach, I'm not watching him, then, then well, guys, we got to start watching. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, not to interrupt, but I think that that's a, a truly underrated aspect of, of the game this, these days is that these kids are smart and they go out there and they're the ones that are actually on the field seeing what they're seeing. And, and sometimes their eyes are going to be better than our eyes, no matter how experienced or how, how many years we've coached. And I think as coaches, sometimes we don't necessarily trust or listen to those, those kids enough um, during the game because they know what they're talking about and, and we, need to, we need to do a better job, I think. 100%. We got to trust those kids. They know yeah. what they're looking at, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, we're not playing the game. They are. And right. um, I couldn't agree more. So, and, and, you right. know, that's a, that's a big deal. I, I would love for every defensive back, particularly from the safety position to, to learn to read that offensive lineman on the end man on the line of scrimmage um, because he's going to give away quite a bit. And so once we get to that point, like I said, we're, we're reading quite a few things. I mean, we're reading route combinations. We're obviously looking at the ball. That's the most important thing on the field. Um, but if, if I can get a kid to do, you know, all three of those and actually sometimes four, because if you're reading a route combination and there's two or three receivers, you know, I want to, there's different progressions just like mm-hmm. there would be in a quarterback play. Um, but one of those things that I want to read is that in man on the line of scrimmage. And, and yeah. How, what he's doing. how much, how much, how much are you guys able to use that? Uh, I know obviously you guys can use huddle sideline and you guys can use sideline gear and things of that nature. How much does that help you during, during the games with, with those, those reads on the offensive line as a defensive back? So actually we can't, Tony, we're, uh, <clears throat> we are not allowed to use, uh, anything sideline replay in Texas. I thought you guys were, oh boy. Yeah, no, sir. We're, we're under NCAA rules. So it's okay. all illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so, never mind then. yeah. So going back to what you said, the underrated portion of it all is trusting those kids, you know what I mean? So we, we really want our kids to be able to come over in between possessions and say, okay, coach, this is where I see this happening. This is where I'm confused. Um, so we have to rely on those kids. And I, and I like that. I really do. I mean, mm-hmm. would it change the game? Absolutely. Would, would I love it? Uh, I don't know, you know, because I mean, we're here to teach. And so if we're teaching the game truthfully, um, and I'm, I'm not bashing sideline. I'm not. I'm not at all. Um, I just don't know that, that it would be the best thing in the world. We would just be taking a lot out on the kids. And I think right. it's important that those kids have some responsibilities. You know what I mean? And, and so, um, yeah, I, I mean, we, we've got to rely on them in Texas as, as the, as the NCAA collegiately has to, because we we're under the same rules. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So that's, that's my bad on that one. So oh, you're good. Awesome. That's interesting stuff. I think that's, you know, a lot of times as, as, as offensive coordinators and offensive minded people, we sometimes forget that there is another side of the football that's doing the exact same thing, game planning and looking at our, our tendencies just as much as we're looking at theirs. So it's, it's kind of neat to, to hear your perspective of, um, of what you're looking at in uh, in regards to our offensive schemes. Yeah, for sure, man. It's uh that's the beautiful part of the game, right? The chess oh, yeah. match and all the fun that comes with that for sure. So oh, it, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where as a defensive guy, we we've got to pay attention to as much as we possibly can without confusing the kids. So I, you know, I, that's one of the things that I really take pride in is is I'm not a kiss guy. I'm not a keep it super simple. I, I kind of think that's a derogatory term towards these mm-hmm. kids. I mean, they're smarter than we give them credit for a lot yeah. of time. Oh, definitely. I've, yeah. I think that's more for us coaches. <laughs> uh, definitely. That's big time. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Yes. But, but I don't want that to be a cop out, man, because again, defensively, no offense to you offensive guys, but when y'all call a play, 
you know exactly what it should look like. Well, when we call a defensive scheme, we know what it should look like if you do this or if you do that. And so right. I'm not saying it's harder. That's not what I'm saying. But, it, but it's one of those deals where, you know, we've got to read keys, man. And, again, the more of the 11 that we can read and play faster, the better off I think we're going to be as long as we're playing fast and physical, which is my MO, you know. Uh, my two non-negotiables are play fast and play physical. And I'm not talking about being a 4-3 or 4-4 guy. I'm talking about playing like a 4-3 or 4-4 guy. You know, and if you can see those things um, easier, quicker, faster, you're going to play faster and you're going to play more confident. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so kind of kind of switching gears again, kind of one of our one of our last questions that I'm going to ask every coach and, and I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here and see if you know your thing, know your you know your info. Um, you've been around for, for quite a bit. You, you've, you're obviously a big football fan. What is your Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen? And, and you can pick either a group, you can pick individual spots, but, but I'm going to ask this of everybody on the, on the podcast. What's your Mount Rushmore of offensive linemen? Whoa, I'm going to have to go with a group um, because I was a huge fan back in the day, and that's the oh Dallas boy. Cowboys. I, I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> okay, so what year then, if you know what I was going to say? What so year? I'm probably thinking you're, you're talking about the Great Wall of Dallas, and you're probably talking about Eric Williams and Mark, uh, Mark Tuane, Larry oh, Allen, boy. Nate Newton, and, and probably Stepnoski. Boom. You got it, my man. Um, Like, so when Madden would would always do the sweat challenge, you know what I mean? And talking about earlier, as I said, with offensive line position and and I guess in general, not being so sexy, uh, those dudes caught the attention of everybody and you just spout them out and you're not, I'm assuming you're not a a Cowboys fan, Tony. Uh, I am, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I'm an offensive line fan. So I know, and and plus, plus Stepnowski was a little dude like me. And so number 53, I got a, I got to represent Stefanoski. He's one of the, one of the best of all time. Absolutely, man. So I I just, I loved watching those guys, you know, um, I tell you though, and I'm not going to name anybody. Well, you know what I am, I am going to name somebody in particular. Um, I love when, if it's pen and pull or any type of, uh, you know, buck sweep or anything like that, when guys really get out into the second and third levels and, and can run like the wind and make a huge block on either a linebacker or a defensive back. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so oh, yeah. <clears throat> Taylor, Taylor Whitworth did that a couple of years ago. Uh, I think it was in the playoffs. I'd have to, I'd have to really go back and, and search that clip, man. But God, it was such a, such a beautiful thing watching that dude run out in space as big as he is and, and then make, make the block that, you know, sprung the I don't even remember who had the ball I don't remember if it was a screen or if it was a you know a run play but yeah whatever it was he he sprung he sprung it because of his block at, on a safety and uh yeah. he was 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage I mean it was impressive so anybody that can do that is is kind of an automatic on my Mount Rushmore but I gotta go with, <laughs> I gotta go with the early 90s of the, of the Dallas Cowboys man and um you know Nate Newton and, and uh, Eric Williams on on the same side that you know, just holy cow. And the Stepnoski, like you said, being undersized, but as nasty as they come. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. That's that. I can respect that coach. I can't give you too much grief because those guys were, those guys were some dudes. That's for sure. No doubt. Emmett, Emmett Smith will tell you the same. Being the <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
All right, Coach. Well, I appreciate you being on. Uh, if you want, real quick, go ahead and drop your Twitter information. That way guys can give you a follow because, like I said at the beginning of this, you you are dropping some some great information out there right now on Twitter and, and really doing a good job with, with sort of this ever-changing environment of, of giving out information and helping guys be better coaches. So uh, go ahead and drop your Twitter for, for these guys and uh, anything else you have to say. Yeah, I appreciate you, Coach Schiffman. My Twitter is Coach underscore Harvey 18. And, uh, yeah, I'm on there quite a bit. Um, <clears throat> so you can reach out to me there. And, uh, you know, I'll always try to follow back coaches anyway. I, I do vet a little bit and make sure that um, that they're legit and putting out good stuff. But I, I, I do try to follow every coach that, that follows me back. Um, uh, you know, the only other thing I will say is, you know, let's, let's continue um, with this, you know, this thing that we're into right now with this coronavirus, obviously. I, I, I think it's been – huge for the coaching community um, to get on these Zooms. And, you know, I know we're, we're kind of dealing with some some bots right now and some guys that are trying to sabotage it. Um, but the coaching community has come together um, like we always do, and it's been a beautiful thing. And so I would encourage us to continue to do that when we get to, uh, to back to normalcy, and we will. Um, but guys, guys like yourself, Coach Schiffman, and, and others that are, you know, on Twitter and around the country um, that are just, you know, willing to share – are what make our profession the, what it is, and that's the best. So we, we appreciate it. Thank you for Hog Football Chat. I love it. I know I don't get to, to participate a whole lot. I, you know, I do try to I try to spend some time with family because I run my own chat. And other yeah, things for, I, I meant to – I completely forgot, too. Go ahead and uh, give, a, give a plug for the No Fly Zone chat, Coach. I, I completely oh, yeah, forgot. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. This is your thing. Um, yeah, No Fly Zone Chat is, is Tuesday nights, uh, 8.30 to 9.30 Central Standard Time. So it's a little bit late for you East Coast guys. But I, that's after I get my kids in bed and um, I actually have a good rotation of guys going right now and, and some really good defensive minds, defensive back minds. So we just talk about the passing game. And so you might be able to steal some stuff even from, an, from that as an offensive line coach. But that's uh, at No Fly Zone Chat one the number one is the uh twitter handle there and you can find that on my uh on my personal account as well so if you guys want to join in feel free awesome coach well i appreciate you being here and talking with us um you know like i said keep keep an eye on coach coach harvey and his content on twitter uh and we will see you guys next week appreciate it tony thanks again for everyone listening and remember to go check out platform.com for the full series of hog football podcast episodes we want to thank everybody for their continued support and be on the lookout for our Hog Football Chat series from Twitter on our website, hogfootballchat.net. You can check out all of our great sponsors and tons of awesome conversations from the chat and the podcast.